welcome to Simone J. I'm Sydney. I'm Shu. And we're here to talk to you about quaaludes. Ooh, quaaludes. Okay, let's talk about what we knew about quaaludes before doing this. We've Not- seen Wolf of Wall Street. I've never seen that movie. Son of a bitch. I know. I know. I need to watch it. Yeah, we should watch that together. Okay. It's Scorsese. Yeah. I know, and Margot Robbie has a real hot scene with Leonardo, right? Yeah, okay. he does coke off her ass. There you go. Um, okay. So I don't, yeah, I don't know anything. Okay. So before doing this show, I knew the scene from that movie where they find some expired quaaludes and they take them, and it's a very, very funny scene. Okay. Um, I also knew that Hugh Hefner... Because I've read every book by anyone who's ever lived or been associated with the mansion. Hugh Hefner, on the three nights a week that he would take his girlfriends and potential playmates and stuff out uh-huh. to the clubs, they had a set schedule, he would offer them, uh, in the limo on the way out, he would offer them quaaludes. And he called them thigh openers. <laughs> oh, God. And... Obviously, this was way after they quit manufacturing them, so he has an underground source for quaaludes. Uh-huh. But uh, apparently, a lot of the girls liked to take them because it would give them the same effects of alcohol without the bloat. Oh. Um, because he would take like all the girls who were auditioning to be in the magazine and they'd have test shoots in the morning. He would take them all all out clubbing the night before. Yeah. And, you know, the according to some of the girlfriends, like the stupid girls would get wasted and then they'd do shitting on their shoots. Um, but some of the girls would say, oh, yeah, give me the quaalude because then they could get kind of tipsy and lose, but um, not be bloated and stuff the oh. next day. How so, convenient. How nice. How fun. <laughs> um, so and then also one of the drugs that Bill Cosby was accused of giving his victims was quaaludes. Oh, okay. So, so they're kind of a date rapey. They are. Um, and I guess we can get into it. They aren't. It's not like Rohypnol where they make you pass out. It's more they give you an intoxication that is similar to alcohol. So um, I imagine if you had quaalude and it's dangerous to mix them with alcohol, like everything. Yeah. So if you, you know, put a quaalude in someone's cocktail, they might pass out Uh huh. like they were super drunk. Okay. So fuck you, Bill Cosby. Yeah, fuck that guy. Um, I'm glad he's blind. Jesus. He's a fucking monster. I know, it's awful. And I fucking hate people who think that he didn't do anything. Yeah, I'm like, uh, everyone knew for 40 fucking years he was a rapist. Well, I guess like mainstream people didn't know. I knew because I had my ear to the ground on the hot goss. Tina Fey was putting it out there in 30 Rock, like for years before yeah it actually finally came out yeah everyone knew in hollywood yeah i remember when um what's his name the comedian from um broad city oh hannibal hannibal Burris. burris he said when he made the joke about bill cosby being a rapist he didn't know he was breaking any news because he said it's been an open secret for decades, everyone knew. Yeah. So I didn't think that I was breaking new ground when I said, fuck you, Bill Cosby, you're a rapist. Um, but I guess just based on 
the way the internet works and yeah. whatever. It went viral. Because he's like, yeah, I had no idea I was breaking the news because everybody fucking knows. Right. Oh. oh, fuck Bill Cosby. Fuck Bill Cosby. Okay, so Quaaludes, a.k.a. Ludes, Disco Biscuits, <laughs> Soaps, Soapers, Mandrakes, Mandy's, <laughs> yeah. Lemons, oh. Lemon Sevens, oh. 714s. Oh. Uh, Quaaludes, uh, Quaalude is the brand name okay. for a drug called methaquilone. Are you sure it's not methaquilone? <laughs> Are you trying? I'm just joking. I'm sure. Are you trying to autonomous me? <laughs> a little bit. It's going to happen naturally. Oh, no. Don't worry. I'm going to fuck up again. It's not like I fucked up once and then I was like, got that out of my system. I'm never going to sound like a fucking idiot on the podcast oh, no. again. Methaquilone. Metha- <laughs> Methaquilone was sold in the U.S. under the brand name Quaalude. And in the U.K. and South Africa, it was sold as Malsed, Malsedin, and Renovol. Oh, okay. um, it's a sedative, which is a substance that induces sedation by reducing irritability or excitement, which Kind of sounds like something I need at times because you know how I get irritable. <laughs> I get hot and I get bothered. Um, so it's a sedative, but it's also a hypnotic. And um, hypnotic describes drugs whose purpose is to initiate, sustain, or lengthen sleep, hmm. which I did not know. I didn't know that either. I guess I never, if you asked me what a hypnotic was, I wouldn't have been able to tell you. But uh, I wouldn't have guessed that that's what it is. It's a mm-hmm. sleep drug. Okay. Um, and it's used for sleep or for anesthesia. So, like, when you get the anesthesia cocktails. Yes. Uh, apparently, those include hypnotics. Because oh. they want you to stay asleep while... Because they usually give you, like, a nerve blocker so you can't feel anything. Oh. And a hypnotic. Yeah. So that you stay asleep. And when people have the... Um, anesthesia awareness oh my god it's when the paralytic agent is working so they can't move but the hypnotic isn't is one of my biggest fears that happened to my dad it did yes what he had to have surgery he i don't remember what happened i think he got like a bug bite or something but he got this infection in his leg Mm -hmm. he came to pick up me and my mom from the airport because we were flying in to see my grandpa who was in the hospital um, and he had cancer, my grandpa, mm-hmm. and he was not doing well. And I think he had to have a, some type of surgery. And when my dad picked us up, he looked like he was dying. Like he Jesus. was so pale, sweating. He couldn't even like my uncle had to drive him to pick us up. My dad couldn't even drive. So my mom's like, you need to get out at the hospital with us. Get this checked out. They had to do emergency surgery. I think they said he had a staph infection. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That sounds like that's a staph infection. That's what it infection. was. It was a staph infection. And they were like, we have to do emergency surgery. He said that he could hear everything they were saying the entire time. And he was totally aware of what was happening. But he couldn't move like any part of his body. He could feel them shaving him. He could hear them talking. Oh, it was very scary. Um, <sighs> most people who've experienced anesthesia the anesthetic awareness have PTSD. I guess it's a very traumatizing thing. Yeah. I would kind of love it. 
do you think I would be so scared? I was so nervous. I had to have surgery when I was like 21. I had a lump in my breast. Mm -hmm. It was like a tumor, but they couldn't tell whether or not it was cancerous. So they had to remove it. And I was so insanely nervous that when they brought me out, I woke up screaming for my mom and like thrashing all over the hospital bed. Like, I guess I scared everyone in the post-op area because I was like, mom, mom, like, help me. And my doctor was like, calm down, calm down. But yeah, I was like so stressed about it. Um, I've had surgery a lot. I would say probably over 10 times. And uh, I know it's weird. I don't I'm not scared. I'm not bothered. I was just afraid that I was going to feel it. I was gonna be awake, and that they they wouldn't know. Yeah, but I guess there's ways to tell now with like the way your blood pressure rises. Yeah, that's why they monitor your blood pressure. The because... way your eyes go back and forth mm-hmm. and shit. Like they have ways to like a good anesthesiologist would notice right away yeah. and be like, "Whoops, do 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 more medicine." Yeah, that I mean that's why they're there <sighs> and they monitor the whole time because they. <sighs> have ways to prevent it and I guess it's very 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 uncommon now but I feel like if I didn't feel it if I was like paralyzed and awake but I didn't feel the pain I'd be like this is cool I can hear their shop talk they're all look at all he said he could feel it though yeah that's the thing because I when a lot of women have that when they have their c-sections where they can't move but they can feel it yeah and they say that's so traumatizing because you're getting cut open and yeah have baby ripped out Ugh. um and apparently a c-section is like way more intense than people think like they go through your muscle yeah. and they move your organs like i didn't realize i have to like move everything to the side and oh yeah it's God. fucking terrible oh yeah that surgery my dad had i used to have to change the packing in it oh because like, it was like a v-shaped cut yeah and then the muscle grows in the V to like from the bottom to the top. Yeah, and so you have to keep it packed because otherwise if it heals on the outside before the inside, the inside might not heal right. Yes. So every day I would have to like pull all the gauze out and like wash it Ooh. and then like pack it really tight with the gauze. Oh, how just... old were you? Um, Let's see. You're all before seven. Before I moved to Phoenix, I'd probably say like. I don't know, like 13. Okay. Like 12 or 13. All right. So you you didn't have Maybe, little baby hands. No. And there were a few times when I was like, because we were living with my aunt and there were a few times when I was like, you know what? My aunt's going to have to come do this. Like, I can't I just, fucking do I can't. Dad, I love you. I love you. I cannot fucking look at this wound anymore. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a child. This is traumatizing. You and my grandpa both almost died on the same day, and now I have to take care of your gnarly-ass wound. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. Wow. Yeah. I I wish I could have taken some quaaludes at that time in my life. Just let me take a break. Oh, man. (laughs) Seriously. Um, Okay, so hypnotics are drugs that induce, uh, sustain, or lengthen sleep. Um, in 1951, methaqualune was synthesized in India, and its uh, sedative slash hypnotic activity was noticed by research in the 1950s. Mm. I don't understand, like, like what led to it. 
Like with LSD, we understood like how people ended up taking it as part of research and like tripping. But this one, it just says it was synthesized and then researchers noticed, hey, this makes people feel kind of sedate and yeah. hypnotized. Oh, okay. But we don't really know, like, were they testing it for other things? I don't know. Huh. Um, so it was patented in 1962. And by 1965, it was the most popular sedative in Britain. Um, and that was under the name Mandrax, which was an antihistamine slash methaqualone combo. Oh, so that's okay. why in the UK they were called Mandy's or Mandrakes, which I can't like Benadryl fucks me up. Oh, I'm instantly asleep. Yeah, like, I don't feel right for at least 24 hours after I take a Benadryl. So yeah. the idea of mixing that with a sedative, like... It's a lot. Yeah. I wake up feeling all foggy from Benadryl. Like, when I had bed bugs, I thought that I was just allergic to something. So I kept taking Benadryl mm-hmm. every night. Oh, no. So you're just in a daze? <laughs> yeah, I'd wake up in a daze with bites all over me. God, what is wrong with my life? <laughs> I mean, you're not the only one, but that's the fucking nightmare. Yeah. Jesus. I know. Oh. Okay. So the use of Quaaludes peaked in the 1970s. Uh, Quaalude. This is so funny. The name Quaalude uh, was um, created by this pharmacy firm called William H. Rohrer. Uh And it uh, was... Uh, a combination of the words quiet and interlude. So, oh. like, you need a little quiet interlude? Life's stressful. Oh. Life's crazy. Need a quiet interlude? Quaaludes. I like that. Um, and <laughs> it's spelled Q-U-A-A-L-U-D-E. Uh-huh. And the double A's are to go along the brand lines of William H. Rohrer's other hit drug, Malox, which is M-A-A-L-O-X. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard of Malox. Double A's are their things. What is that? Do you know what Malox that is? Malox is like a... Is for diarrhea? It's, it's, yeah, it's for diarrhea or something. It's or a digest- constipation? I think Malox might be for indigestion. Oh, okay. I know that I. it seems like I'm a person who would know these things. I just remember growing up, like, I had a lot of constipation issues. Mm-hmm. And my grandma would always give me this, like chalky tasting i think that's malox and it was nasty but it would make me poop maybe that's why i don't know what malox is is because i always have diarrhea okay so maybe malox is for to make you poop probably we'll find out we'll let you know in the updates (laughs) it's not like we have two cell phones and a computer in front of us right now we just can't can't be bothered with it we can't get into it look at my my hand is holding my wine glass yeah okay that's true it's too important to put down. She can't put down her wine glass to pick up her iPhone. It's uh, not happening. We know you want it to happen. It's not happening. Google it yourself. Yeah, Google it and tweet us about it. God, Jesus. Malax. You guys are really Double slacking. A. As part of the production team, we expect you <laughs> to Google things and tweet the answers at us because we can't do everything and here. then in two weeks we will let you know yeah what you tweeted at us yes okay fam get it together come on fam wham bam thank you fam <laughs> Ooh, i like that <laughs> woo, woo. Woo, woo. <laughs> there's t-shirts coming soon <laughs> um okay so eventually 
William H. Rohrer sold the uh, rights to uh, uh, Quaaludes to a company called Lemon Pharmaceuticals Mm -hmm. because Quaaludes were being used recreationally. And um, basically they said it was 2% of their sales, but 98% of their headaches. So they sold the name or the product to Lemon and Lemon started making them and they would have 714 printed on the tablets, which is why they were called Lemons or 714s or Lemon 7s. I like Lemon 7s. Yeah. Hey, baby, give me a Lemon 7. It just sounds like a good slushy. It does. Yeah. Ugh, gross. I just had to burp a little bit because I'm a sensual adult woman. Mm. Um, okay. So the way that quaaludes work is that it increases the activity of your GABA receptors and increased activity leads to the lowering of blood pressure, lower pulse, slower breathing, and a state of deep relaxation. Oh. Which this kind of makes me scared because I don't like taking anything that lowers pulse or slows breathing right that seems like that's something that you can overdose on and die yeah um quaaludes peak within several hours and their half-life is 20 to 60 hours which i also don't like that's a lot the half-life of lsd is like five hours yeah like so just the idea people would take quaaludes because it wouldn't give them like the bloat and hangover of alcohol but it's still obviously affecting you if the half-life is even, let's say, 20 on the conservative end of the spectrum. Like, it still has an effect in your system. Yeah. Which would make me think, don't do any drugs or alcohol within three days of taking quaaludes. Like, right. I don't fucking know. It just sounds like not an ideal drug for me. I mean, I could picture myself being a 1950s housewife and just, like, looting up. Being like, give me all the lewds, baby. Well, they weren't on the market till the sixties. Okay, well, they, in the in the fifties, it was all about the barbiturates. Okay, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of then. Um, barbiturates. Okay, you want to hear a really good joke? Tell me. You're good at telling. I tried to tell Deacon that Southern joke he told me oh. not too long ago. Yeah, I fucked it up, dude. And he just looked at me. I was like, I can't. I can't retell jokes. Uh, tell me this joke. Okay, I might fuck this up. So this bear walks into a bar. Mm-hmm. He tries to order a beer. The bartender says, I'm sorry, we don't serve beer to bears here. We don't. And the bear's like, I want a, I want a beer. And they're like, no, we don't serve beer to bears. And he's like, if you don't serve me a beer, I'm going to go eat that. I'm going to go eat a person. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I don't, whatever. So he goes, he eats this woman and he comes back and he's like, mm, that was good. Now I need a beer to wash it down with. And, uh, the bartender says, I'm sorry, we don't serve beer to people on drugs. And the bear says, what are you talking about? And the bartender says, that was a barbituate. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. I love it. Uh, a barbituate. Good. Oh, I like that. Um, I like that a lot. <laughs> oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Barbituate. Bless your heart. Yeah. <laughs> Bless you. Um, okay, so regular use of quaaludes <laughs> leads to tolerance. Duh. Uh, an overdose shuts down your nervous system, or and it'll lead to coma or death. Yeah, I saw that. You could die from taking these. So, like, not a safe thing. 
Um, a standard dose is 300 milligrams. That's like what you would take if you were prescribed them for sleep. Okay. Um, 2,000 milligrams. So what is that? That's more than six times the standard dose. It can cause a coma if it's mixed with alcohol. Okay. Because a lot of the times, like, people would take this, like, in the clubs. They'd mm-hmm. be dancing, and they'd just, like, it'd make them feel loose. And it's just really, like, it's the underage kids at the underage dance clubs loved lewds, you know, because they didn't serve alcohol there. Yeah. But they'd go out. Um, Cherie Curie from The Runaways, uh-huh. her memoir, which is really good, she talks mm-hmm. a lot about doing lewds, and she almost got kidnapped by, a, a like, a serial killer <gasps> when she, because she was looted up too much. Oh my god! I'm trying to remember what happened. She like ended up he I think, like she got in his car because she was too fucked up and like she had to escape this place. I'll have to tell the real story on updates, but it was really scary because she just yeah. was super looted up. But it was really popular because you could just pop a pill and then dance all night at the right. under, you know the teen clubs that didn't have alcohol. Oh, I love teen clubs. We had one in my town growing Stop up. Stop it! It was connected to the bowling alley, and they it was like this little. It looked exactly like a bar, but all of their drinks were virgins. They, but they sold like daiquiris and pina coladas. And then they would have a DJ come and he would play music. And there was like a little dance floor. And all of us that went to school together, that's where we would meet up and like dance. And be like, I think he likes you. Oh, my God. I think he wants to meet you outside. Um, That sounds like heaven to me. And it I'm was an adult so fun. Woman. It was so fun. Because mainly I don't like being around drunk people. It feels like work. But if if there was a sober dance club, I'd yeah. be so into it. Honestly, I'm like borderline going to join AA or a church because I just <laughs> would like to hang out with sober people. And I would like to meet new sober people. And I don't really know how the fuck to do that. Yeah. It's hard because I feel like there's a lot of sober people who are very judgmental about like having fun. Like there's some sober people who get like in a box and they're like I can't do anything fun because that is not what I associate soberness with. Well, and then your idea of fun shifts. Right. No, but I know people who are like, I don't want to go dancing. I don't want to do anything that like where there might be alcohol there. Well, it's there's some I mean, yeah, you're not going to go to a dive bar and hang out. That's not fun. It's only fun if you're drunk at a dive bar. But maybe you want to go to like a dance club and dance. You don't. But but you don't want to because it's full of (laughs) drunk people and it's very triggering. I've never been sober, so I don't know. Yeah. uh, Trust me. If you go, because I've gone to dance clubs and I've gone out dancing sober. Yeah. I mean, I go do karaoke sober sometimes. I have a good time. People Different. people tell me, like, how the fuck are you doing this sober? And That's I, I did. I've done karaoke like sober and I never had a problem with that. But like going out dancing because 90 percent of the people there aren't just drinking, aren't just tipsy. They're yeah, wasted. They're wasted. And they're slot like, oh, oh. as Karen Kilgariff always says, let me tell you a secret. Yeah. Let me tell you a secret. <laughs> oh my God, I fucking love you. And like, first of all, that's what I do for a living is I'm nice to people and pretend they're my best friends when they're like, oh, yeah. I fucking love you so much. You're like, yeah, girl. I had that conversation before two in the afternoon today. Oh, You're no. like the coolest bitch. You're like up here, you know? And, like, some of my friends are only, like, right here. But you're, like, right here because you're so fucking cool. Oh, no. I just love you. Oh, I just, can we hug? That's the worst. So, like, yeah. 
You know what? I think I just don't know what it's like to be sober. And the only person besides you that I can base it off of is my cousin. Mm. And she just doesn't like to have fun at all. She left my wedding early to go see a movie. That's weird. Did you know that? No. Her and her husband left way early to go see a movie. And I'm like, you could have just stayed and danced and had fun. Or you could have just hung out. Just hang out. Like that's weird, right? Yeah. So that's what I have to base my sober. I just off of. don't like being around drunk people. Yeah. Because it's actually disgusting to me. Like I'll be really honest with you, drunk yeah. people are gross and sad to me. It gets real when it gets sloppy. When it gets, it gets real sad. So that's my thing, and it feels like work. So I think like if you when you're not at work, if someone was like hey, do you want to come hang out with a bunch of creepy-ass doctors and file some paperwork? You'd be like, that doesn't sound fun to me, actually. Like, that sounds fucking terrible. Yeah. Why the fuck would I do that? And so when people are like, hey, you want to come to this new bar? I'm like, like, am I getting paid? Then no, because it feels like work to me. Um, But because I love, like, it's been described, like, I love Christian youth group fun. Uh Uh-huh. I think it's why, like, I went to that rave with... um, you and your husband and Jessica. And I very much enjoyed that because it wasn't yeah. based around alcohol. No. There wasn't a bar. It people Even were- all the young kids there, they weren't even really smoking weed or anything. No. They were just kind of there. They were just like there doing their thing. And yeah. like, I fucking love that. So any okay. sort of weird environment where people are doing cool things and having fun, I'm super down with. But okay. if there's going to be sloppy drunk people, I'm just like... I got to fucking go because this is gross and sad to me. Yeah, I um, can see that. Deacon's playing another rave soon. so. Oh, well, you'll have to let me know Let's so see. I can go. Yeah. Um. So anyways, I don't know where we were going with this. I oh, yeah. Know. Oh, yeah. We were talking about teen clubs. And I was like, teen, teen clubs. clubs. And I would, that sounds great to me. And you go and you order a daiquiri. Yeah. Yeah. That would be fun. A sober club. Yeah. There's this company. I don't know if they're still in business, but they used to do these. It was like warehouse parties for just women and it was like i think it was like you dance in your like underpants or something it was like i don't know they're called like underpants parties okay and it was like you paid 25 dollars and yeah, no pants no pants there's a dj whatever and it's a sober like and it's for women so they can go dance and have fun and not have to worry about men and oh, i was like, I like that, that sounds fucking yeah awesome to that me. sounds really good there's gonna be some weird bitches there they're just yeah. are Totally. There's going to be some fucking weird chicks, but like also that sounds super fun. Um, Yeah. So uh, I'm going to be the oldest lady at the teen club is what I'm saying. And that's fine. That's cool. You can be like um, uh, a supervisor. Yeah. Like just an adult, a parental figure. Yeah. But then when kids come up to you and say they need help, you're like, fuck off. I'm dancing. No, I would be like, I got you. Let's talk. Oh, okay. You're young. You're full of energy. You're expressing yourself. Yeah. I don't hate children. I am certified to be a teacher. And if it paid any money, I would do that instead of what I currently do. Kids creep me out. Yeah. I'm. I always thought like I was meant to be a mother. Like I always felt very maternal Mm -hmm. until I got to the age where it was like you should maybe have a baby yeah and then i was like this kid's fucking creeped me out i don't like it i don't know i don't know about it i like adolescence the preteen and the teen is fun they still especially have, like, with women they with have energy and zest and yeah. like they're monsters half the time but like at least they still are like open to new ideas and they care about shit that's true 
Um, God, looking back, it's like, I was such a dumbass. Yeah, but you were a passionate dumbass. That's that's right. I just, I don't know. I like I like young people versus, like, old people who are like, you 2 is the only band. They're right. the best band ever. I don't want to, like, I, my playlist came out at work the other day. Like, I had set up and had my playlist on. And then we put on the TVs for sports. And then the sports ended. And so my playlist came back on. And this couple who are, like, cool, hip, middle-aged people were like, oh, this is awful. Who would listen to this? This is terrible. Like, and I just was like, what do you want to listen to? And they're all like, you too. And I'm like, you're the fucking worst. You're the fucking worst. Like, you can't listen to any music you haven't heard before. If it isn't music that you already know, you don't like it. I can't with that. Yeah. I'd rather young people be obnoxious about like, oh my God, you haven't heard the new blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. That's more interesting to me than people who are like, no, I only listen to Bob Dylan. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's fucking stupid because there's so much cool shit out there. Get on Spotify. Yeah. And Bob Dylan, he's cool, but like, he ain't all that. I went and saw him at the state fair. Yeah. How yeah. was it? It was cool. He's really old looking. Yeah. He he's is. just like a little skeleton man at his keyboard. Yeah. But I felt honored that I had, I got a chance to see him. Yeah. Cause he's an icon and yeah. like, he's great. But like, listen to new music, yeah. get into new clothes, new fashion. Totally. Just like everyone who's like, oh, like, I remember like these really hip tumblr looking kids came into my restaurant for breakfast and my coworkers were like the cast of rent is here and i'm like they're actually very very fashionable and you look like old navy 2003 yeah so don't even like i just hate people who like they talk shit about music and fashion and media and stuff because it's new and they aren't familiar with it Mm -hmm. and i'm like or like get into it yeah like you maybe won't be little b's biggest stand but like be open to maybe it's cool and maybe there is a reason that people like it Mm -hmm. i don't know totally i just hate stuffy people they suck they Um, do suck anyway be open-minded take some quaaludes take some fucking quaaludes open your hole open your soul i think i would try quaaludes i I like things that help me sleep i get a lot of anxiety when i go to lay down for bed yeah i start thinking about like what if I die in the middle of the night? What if I wake up and Deacon's dead next to me? What if my dog dies? What if someone breaks in and like burglarizes our house? But like also if those things happen, like there's only one, like you don't really have a choice in any of those No, things. I don't. And when they happen, the only choice is to fucking deal with it. I mean, that's... It does like... Exactly. So why is my brain like making me worry and play out all these scenarios? Yeah. I don't know. That's why I need a quaalude. I guess so. To just like chill. You know, you my, just need meditation, but also quaaludes are fun. Um, so they ended, they outlawed quaaludes in the U.S. in 1982. Or I should say they stopped making them in 1982 because they were such a hot button issue. They were officially made a Schedule One substance in the U.S. in 1984, the year of my birth. Nice. Um, so it was one of those situations, kind of like how... Uh, Four Loco took the caffeine out before they made a law to take the caffeine out. And so they just stopped making these two years before they were officially scheduled. And there's a lot of underground labs um, active in Mexico, like known through the 90s, but to this day. And they still stamp them 714. Oh. So that's why like some people will be like, oh, these are expired lemons. Like they're legit original lemons, but they're not. They're remakes. Oh, okay. Um, 
most drugs that are sold uh, as um, quaaludes, like if you find someone on the street who says, oh, these are quaaludes, they're actually just um, benzodiazepines or diphenhydramine, mm-hmm. which is Benadryl or um, Xanax. Like benzos oh, are Xanax. Okay. Yeah. Lorazepam and clonopin. So basically, like, if you buy quaaludes on the street, they mm-hmm. probably aren't quaaludes. Oh, okay. Well, and that's what I usually take for my nighttime terrors is the Xanax. Is the Xanax. So, it chills me out. Yeah. So, um, like, the thing is, like, quaaludes are talked about a lot. They're, like, one of these mythical things. Mm-hmm. Um, but so few people have actually experienced them because mm. they were manufactured uh, for less than 20 years. Yeah. So... So probably just like my grandma. What? Yeah, just your grandma. <laughs> Dig her up. Let's ask her about yeah. these things. Oh, wait, she's not dead. No. Both of my grandmas are still alive, right. thankfully. Okay. My great grandma is not. Well, it'd be weird if she was. I mean, she'd be old as fuck. Yeah. She was already old when I knew her. Yeah. Oof. I don't have any grandparents. No? No. Oof. My dad's mom escaped a mental hospital and froze to death in a park. Holy shit. Apparently, he used to leave high school every day and go try to find her because there'd be sightings and he couldn't find her. Oh, my God. And he froze. she froze to death. My dad never talks about it. My mom told me that. That's yeah. really sad. That is sad. Um, yeah. Surprise, surprise. There's a long history of mental illness in my yeah. family. Because um, my dad's only brother was fucked up from Vietnam and he was a drug addict and he was homeless most of his life uh-huh. after that until he died. Um, and then my mom's mom died of ovarian cancer when she was in her 50s. Oh, God. So, yeah, people in my family don't live That's long. so young. My mom and her sisters are the oldest people ever in my family uh-huh. history. Wow. Um, yeah, I feel pretty good because all my grandparents, well, my on uh, the woman's side, mm-hmm. they've all lived. My, I think my great-grandma was 89 when she died. And then now my both my grandma's or in their like late 70s early oh, 80s wow. oh wait no my one of my grandmas just turned 90 jesus yeah wow no so no one in my family's ever lived that old yeah i did have a grandpa one of my grandpas had alzheimer's and he um got lost in the woods in the middle of winter oh no and they had it in the newspaper they looked for him for like seven days and then they found him was he dead no he was alive what? Which everyone, no one knows how he survived because he all he had on was jeans and a flannel shirt. What? And they were like thinking maybe because he thought he was somewhere else, like his mind wasn't comprehending the conditions. Weird. I don't know. But yeah, it was like a miracle that he survived. And then they just found him on, like someone found him really close to his house, oh. um, which I guess he had like wandered to the woods and back. But wow. Yeah, it's bizarre. How bizarre. How bizarre. Whoa. Yeah, he is he is something. He'd yeah. always tell me, feed me. They haven't fed me in three days. I'm starving. And I'd be like, I just saw you eat, Grandpa. But oh, here's a here's a cracker. <laughs> You'd sneak him a little something. No, I wouldn't. I would just be like, okay. I just kinda go. Yeah. I was young. Yeah. I didn't know how to deal with it. He you was, just improv. He was really mean, too. So. That happens with people with dementia. I mean, before. Oh. He was just a terrible, terrible person. Oh. But, you know, it happens. It does happen. So. Some people are awful. Yeah. 
It's true. Yeah. There's just some awful people out there. Nothing yeah. you can do about it. No, it's not your fault. Except just kind of deal. Just be like, oh, uh-huh. oh okay. your anger will eat you up and you will die. Yes. I have a relative like that who mm-hmm. I'm like, you're going to fucking die of your anger. And should I take out a life insurance policy on you <laughs> to benefit? Because like, number one, it would feel good just to be like, oh, you're fucking dead. But also yeah. it would feel good to be like, you're fucking dead and I'm fucking rich. Yeah. I don't know. It's something I think about. <laughs> like, I, um, I like might do it just for shits and giggles because they're not that old. I could probably get a life insurance policy for like a hundred dollars a month. Yeah. And then when they die, I get like a half million dollar payout and be like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I've been waiting for this moment oh my God. for a moment like this. Some people wait a <laughs> lifetime. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Am I a bad person, Shu? No, not at all. <laughs> I mean, I'm the one laughing really hard at it. So. <laughs> like, if you knew my family, you'd be oh. like, yes, and you're cool. Well, it's, it's just because, like, yeah, even though it's family, like, people can be monsters. Yeah. Like, it's like, I know I should love you because we're related, but you're a fucking monster. And when that happens, you know, like the cognitive dissonance. Yeah. Uh, all you can do is laugh and think about insurance policies. Yeah. And then buy them. Uh, uh, I spend $100 a month just to make myself laugh at the <laughs> idea of getting rich off of someone's death. Oh my God. But, you know, that's an investment. Yeah. And my happiness. It's a real dark and joke. I like it. Well. Anyways, <laughs> uh, quaaludes are one of the most popular recreational drugs in South Africa to this day. Oh, really? I think they're still manufactured there. Huh. I, yeah. I feel like I would just be a lewd head if I could. I mean, honestly, I probably would because one of the main things that kept me sober when I first quit drinking was, you know, because I got super in my eating disorder and I wouldn't drink because of the calories. Yeah. So if someone had been like, oh, like, yeah, just quit drinking. And when you go out and party, just take a lewd. I would have been like, awesome. I will never have to focus on my sobriety now. Woo, woo, Party time. So, yeah, it's probably good that, like, I didn't have access to lewd. Yeah. So I mean, I probably wouldn't because I rarely even take xanax and i can i have a prescription so so yeah maybe not probably not i just don't like taking pills i don't like taking medicine in all reality it's not good for you i used to when i was little sleep with a bottle of pepto-bismol right next to me because you were scared you were gonna get a tummy ache in the middle of the night i guess i was just a little hypochondriac and i'd like wake up and take swigs of pepto-bismol and then just go back to sleep Whoa. It was so, like, thinking back, I'm like, that's fucking gnarly. Yeah, that is kind of gnarly. And my mom was like, yeah, you were weird. You always thought you were sick, but I just, like, gave you Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> but now I uh, really refrain from taking medication. So. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I eat Tums a lot. Like, okay. I should. I get heartburn bad. I get... I don't, Tums isn't even for nausea, but Mm -hmm. like the week before I get my period, it feels, you know, when you're getting the flu and a couple hours before you have the full on flu, you feel spacey and kind of nauseous and like, like clammy. Like that's how I feel for like three days before I get my period is it's like, I'm like, 
grow up. Like it's, I feel like that, and I'm just like, I just, it feels like, oh fuck, I'm getting the flu. Yeah. But now I know, oh fuck, I'm getting my period, and so I eat a lot of tums. Like mm. wait, like I'll eat like a sleeve. Like I buy the single sleeve at Walgreens, and I'll eat the whole fucking sleeve. I don't think oh. you're supposed to eat the whole sleeve. I don't think so. I don't. I have some issues with moderation, and yeah. I guess like. I would tell anyone, like, don't fucking eat a sleeve of Tums, but no. here I am. I'd say eat the recommended, like, one. Yeah. No, um. I eat the whole fucking sleeve. <laughs> but that's the same thing where I discovered, like, the the day I get my period, it's, I'm so sick. And I, I get anxiety sometimes, like, every month just because I do get so sick when right. I get my period that I'll get anxiety when I know I'm about to, because I'm like, you're like dreading it. Yeah, because if you knew, like, oh, in two days I'm gonna get yeah food poisoning, you'd be like, I'm really dreading this. <laughs> uh, and so I discovered the recipe for that is to eat a lot of edibles uh-huh. because I think I said last month I was given some edibles and told just eat this, yeah, many, eat half of this, and so I ate two of that, and then this month. Um, my roommate gave me some gummies. He gave me two of them and said, oh. I've been cutting them in quarters. So I ate both of the gummies. Yeah. And I slept through that really bad period. Oh, good. Which, like, it's not ideal for me. I don't like being sedated. I don't like, you know? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm an active right. woman. Yeah. And I have a hard time not doing things. But now I just realize, like, don't even worry don't have this anxiety. Like, you don't have an option. Yeah. Every month, you're going to feel fucking shitty. So eat your sleeves of Tums. And right. then your really bad day, eat five times the recommended dose of an edible. And the next day, you'll wake up and it'll be fucking fine. Yeah. So. Oh, that's great. I know. Isn't that fun? Mm-hmm. I think it's it's good that you figured out a way to counteract the all the bad side effects of your period. Yeah. And just, like. I don't know. Like, periods suck. And the idea, like, having anxiety attacks because you know you're going to get your period is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah. That's, like, one of the worst things ever because it's... It's it's, just going to keep happening. It's your body. Yeah. It's inevitable. So, like, yeah, just being like, you know what? I don't don't particularly like being high. I'm, like, one of the only people who's not, like, I'm not super into getting high. But being like, okay, well, if the option is feeling terrible or just getting stoned... And sleeping for 12 hours, like, just get stoned. Totally. You know? You just gotta... Get stoned. You gotta n- try to neutralize the uh, the effects of being a human, which are terrible. Yeah. Having a womb. Am I right, guys? Am, Am I, I right? right? <laughs> oh, the womb. Dude, bitches be talking about their womb. <laughs> Am I right? Am I right? They be like, where? I got my period. And I'm like, well, I felt bad once, so I don't know why bitches complain about that shit. It hurts when I rub my dick too much. Yeah, one time I beat off too much, and I got sores, and then I kept beating off, and those sores turned to scabs. I had someone tell me that, and they are like, yeah, I really thought I had herpes. Because, like, I dated this guy, and before we started dating, everyone was like, he has herpes. He has an STD. And then, so I was like, do you have an STD? And he's like, No. But everyone thinks I do because in high school, I jacked off way too much and I gave myself like sores on my penis Mm -hmm. and I thought I had herpes. And then I went to the doctor and they told me to stop jacking off so much. (laughs) 
That happened to a friend of mine, and he actually has scars. Like, wow. I mean, yeah. maybe the scars have faded now, but when I knew him, we were like, I knew him from 17 to like 20, mm-hmm. and he still had scars because he couldn't stop jacking off to let yeah. the sores heal. Ugh, apparently, that happens a lot, and I'm like, damn. I've only ever hurt myself masturbating once. Same. So, and I just didn't even hurt myself. I was just sore. Oh, no. I had a raw spot. Oh, you did? And I had a, like a laser hair removal appointment. Oh. And I had to cancel it. I told oh. them I was on antibiotics because you can't get laser hair removal when you're on antibiotics because they make you more sensitive to light. Oh. So you're more likely to get burns and blisters from the laser. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, interesting no. story. Yeah. So I uh, lied and I was like, hey, uh, mm-hmm. I have an ear infection and I'm on antibiotics, so I need to reschedule. Please don't charge me a cancellation fee. Yeah. But meanwhile, I'm just like trying to rub myself raw. Oh. Because I, I had one of those days where like I could not stop masturbating. Yeah. I was watching Spring Breakers. <laughs> James Franco yeah. and Selena Gomez? I don't know. It's really sexy uh, in a very trashy way. Yeah. And I was like, you know when you're like beating off and you like come, but you don't like come. Yeah. And so then you keep beating You gotta off. go past that. Yeah. And I could not get myself to like come. Yeah. And the answer was because like it's just is never as satisfying when you orgasm alone. And like sometimes okay. like. Like. Sometimes, like, the answer isn't just masturbating more because, like, right. you're looking for more of the oxytocin rush and whatever. Yeah. Anyways, I beat off too many times. I injured myself. Oh. And, um, yeah. There was, like, a raw spot. Honest. I have been rubbed raw from having sex. Yeah, that happened to me once when I was dating. And that hurts. Oh, that hurts. Yeah. I dated um. this guy who had a giant dick. Like, giant. But Ugh. he was not into foreplay. Oh, no. Like, he just was... I. It was almost like making love to, like, a 13-year-old who's, like, nervous and doesn't know where to no. put their hands. No. And we only had sex the once. And... Things get all puffed up. Oh, I was so fucking sore. Gets all poofy. I was angry about it. And so the yeah. next time we were fooling around, and he was like... Do you have a condom? And I was like, um, you haven't touched my pussy yet. And I explained yeah. to him. Oh, good. Like, hey, last time, like, you have a big dick. Yeah. And you I need to be warmed up for that. Um, because last time I was so sore, I had to go through the McDonald's drive-thru and get a block of ice to sit on on my drive <laughs> home. Because I couldn't even walk into a circle K to get a bag of ice. And he like laughed and was yeah. like, okay, and then just kept making out with me. And I was like, I don't think I should explicitly have to say. You're like, I'm not being cute. I'm telling you. Yeah. You need to fucking warm up my pussy. Yeah. When I say warm up my pussy, I think you should know as a man in his 30s what I mean by that. Yeah. And I shouldn't have to say you need to use your hands or your mouth on my pussy to get it wet before you put your giant fucking circus cock in it because <laughs> that shit fucking destroyed me. Fuck you. Anyways, I ended up like. We just kept making out with me and dry humping me, and then I kicked him out of my house. Nice. I just Good. was like, hey, you should go. <laughs> this isn't happening. This is not happening, oh. and you need to go. Oh, dry humping. Do you remember? Oh, Dude, God. he fucking... Humping he, in he jeans? Bru- Dude, oh. he bruised. The next day, I had bruised 
bruises on my pubic bone because I was so skinny at the time. Like I had no fucking padding. Yeah. And we had our pants on and he just kept like dry humping his giant horse cock through his jeans against my pubic bone. And it was bruised the next day. And I was like, I love that I said I need you to warm me up and you just wanted to hammer me Yeah, with that fucking mallet of a uh, cock in your stupid fucking hands. No. And it was kind of a shame, you know? That is a shame. Well, what are you going to do? You can't. I'm not. I know. I know women who would be like, I'm the teacher and I'm going to teach you what to yeah. do. I'm like not that person. Like <laughs> if I say we need to do some foreplay. You should know what that means. Yeah. I'm not going to like walk you through. Well, and especially, was he older than you? He's like a year older than me. I was 30. He was 31. I just, we're old enough to know. I feel like the student teacher, sexy woman teacher dynamic is more for like younger men. Yeah. That you're like, I know you're young. I know this is like your first or second time. You don't really know. Let me show you some tricks. And meanwhile, like we'd been, we'd gone on many, many dates like before this because Mm I am not, people think because I say what I I talk the way I do that I like am fucking all the time, but I don't. And I generally, you know, go on many dates with a person and I know them pretty well before we get to this stage. So we'd spent some time together and like in none of the time that we had spent together, had he said, I haven't had a lot of experience with women because I just escaped a cult like, oh my God. like, what the fuck was going on <laughs> that had led him to be so sexually naive? Because it was, yeah. it was like, I don't know. But then when we fucked, it was very, um, because we were both athletes, like it was very athletic and interesting. And had I been like wet at yeah. all, it would have been awesome. So I was like, I don't know that he is sexually inexperienced per se, mm-hmm. just inexperienced when it came to the puss, like. Yeah. Like, did you just quit being gay and that's why you don't know what to do with the pussy? Because, like, you can hammer you can hammer away with that dick and you can do all sorts of positions. Yeah. You just don't know what to do with the puss, which makes me think, like, maybe you were up until yesterday had only ever been with men. I feel like if that was the case, he would have busted out some lube. Yeah, actually, been, you're like, right. I like lube. But maybe he had heard, like, oh, well, chicks... Fucking chicks. It's just like fucking dudes, except for they get wet on their own. Maybe. I feel like a lot of guys don't know that girls, some, some girl, when I was younger, I would just get wet. Like, all you had to do is look at me mm-hmm. and I just get wet. Like, it was well, <laughs> like, like direct this- eye contact with you going, I just get wet. <laughs> that was so creepy. I'm sorry. No, it's great. Um, this is a circle of trust. But. Yeah, when I was younger, it was so much easier. Like, just a kiss would be like, oh, bazoingas. Um, But as I got older, it took more effort on my partner's part to get me in the mood. And I, you know, I, because of a lot of different things. Well, when I was little, when I was little, when I was younger. (laughs) Let's not go to your little girl. (laughs) When I was a little and my daddy would look at me. Um, No, when I was younger. I had a lot of sex where, like, a lot of it was kiss and stick sex. Yeah. And in hindsight, like, I wasn't aroused enough yet. Like, I okay. wasn't ready enough for it to go into it. Like, you know, once you experience 
I don't yes. know. And depending, you know, depending on the time of the month, because you're when you're ovulating, you are moister and your, uh, makes sense. your yeah. vaginal canal is more lubricated and it is more open because like it's crazy. You can look online and see pictures uh, of like the cervix at different points in the cycle, because basically what happens is when you're ovulating, your cervix lowers mm-hmm. and gets softer and you get uh like more vaginal fluids and stickier ones because it's basically like let's get that semen up in here yeah. and we'll make it nice and wet I and want sticky. That drip drip. And so it's ready to receive it. And um and so depending on where you're at in the month, like what your situation is, like guarantee if your husband was on tour for two months and he right. got off the plane, you would see his face and like be like drip sobbing. Drip. Like it's just you know, it's it's different because I don't, I was talking to my friend who's also a woman of a certain age, and I was saying like, since I've entered my old ladiness, I was like, there are times where I am like so physically aroused, like uh-huh. I'm not even thinking about sex, but I'm so physically aroused that I'm worried it's gonna show through my pants. Oh goodness! And I I asked her about it, and she's like, no, girl, like same. There are days where I think like, do I need to put on a pad or yeah. like I better definitely wear some I real have underwear. Had days like that. Yeah, where you're like, can everyone see right. that I'm sopping wet right now? So it does. It just depends. It just depends. But like I, it's weird to me that like men, men who don't realize like, you know how you have to get hard. Well, I have to also become aroused. It's just not yeah. as visible as you're around. Like, cause men's arousal is just like, you can tell, right? Yeah. And with women, they're just like, it's a hole. It's always ready to receive, and that's not the it's case. Not true. Listen to our episode on vaginismus. Yes, the hole is closed. Yeah, like you gotta fucking. You gotta work that shit. You gotta open that flower. Gently. Gain the trust of the flower. (laughs) I'm laughing, but like you're not wrong. I know. That's very accurate. Gain the trust Uh, of the flower. Can that be a fucking embroidery? Because I love that. (laughs) Sure. Gain the trust of the flower. (laughs) I'm gonna write that down right now. Yeah, put that in the uh Info files. Uh, um, so quaaludes. I'm kind of like not into them because they're dangerous. Don't. Yeah. But also it's like irrelevant because you can't really get a hold of them. And if you can, they're probably benzos. And no matter what, if you take actual or imaginary quaaludes, do not mix them with alcohol. Do not give them to people unsuspecting of yeah, them. That would be mean. Uh, yeah. It's super mean to give people drugs. <laughs> When they don't know it. Yeah. Like, if they know it, then it's nice. If they don't know it, it's really mean. Totally. Bill Cosby. Yeah, enemy of the show. All right. Well, happy hump day, everyone. Yeah, we hope you've learned something. If it's not about quaaludes, at least about the journey. Yeah. (laughs)